Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. This is an interesting stat. Chad Henney reached the AFC Championship in six straight seasons to end his career. Uh, Between the Jags and the Chiefs, he got drafted out of Michigan, so he's a Michigan man, uh, and he is joining us now live. There's so many things to talk about. You know, you you were there. You went to Kansas City, and I believe it was Mahomes' second year. So, you know, you got in there very early on Patrick Mahomes. So let's start with that because they're kind of scuffing right now. They've got... You know, young receivers, they're learning on the job. Did you know, I mean, Mahomes, there was a lot of talk about him, but by the time you got there, I think he'd only started a game, the last game of his first year. Did you know instantly, first practice, okay, this is totally different, or did it take a while for it to bake on Mahomes? I think it took a while just to bake, but, um, you know, obviously his – physical features and then getting to know his detail oriented, what he does off the field, uh, his note taking really just stepped in. And I was like, okay, this guy really wants it. He has all the intangibles. And then you got a hall of fame coach in coach Reed to help coach him through this process as well. We Chad, people tend to think, and maybe I'm guilty of this. Oh, you got a great quarterback. There's just total harmony in the building, but Andy's demanding. In that second year, third year, you're around him. Were there times, because I think Mahomes is so gifted, he can go off the fairway sometimes and just mechanics, he's doing his stuff. Was it fun for you to watch the process of it, and was it bumpy at times? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think every time you have success, especially earlier on in your career, we went to the AFC Championship with Patrick. He has 50-some touchdowns, and it's like, we want more, we want more. And that sometimes... Yeah, we can do more, but let's do what we're good at as well and kind of stay on that page and not really overload a young quarterback in that way. And the best thing with Coach Reed at times was that he always communicated, whether it be Patrick, me, Eric Bieniemy, anybody in that room, Mike Kafka, and it's always an open book for everybody to have communication. And I think that's what helped 
and allowed us to be so successful early on. Are you surprised at Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and Mahomes is on 40 commercials? I mean, seriously, you know, when the, when the Patriots had their dynasty, Chad, I mean, Tom didn't do commercials until like year 10. These guys have, exp- Andy Reid's on five commercials. And Kansas City is, you, you talked about it, it's a cul-de-sac, regular dads, nice town, good people. Are you surprised how big it's gotten? Yeah, I mean, it's a small market. I mean, I came from Miami, obviously a bigger market, and then went to Jacksonville, another small market. But it's a different era. I mean, we all see it. Social media, the media itself is becoming expanding. And, uh, you know, you can network yourself every which way. The NIL deals in college and, you know, get all while you can before you retire and uh, gobble it up and become, you know, a superstar if you want to. So they're struggling a bit this year, and I think a lot of it's youth at receiver. Um, do you kind of think they'll get it together, or is it just one of those kind of skip years where you retool? You know, you're not going to win nine straight Super Bowls. When you watch the Chiefs, because I know you do still monitor and watch them, even though you live out east, do you think they get it together, or do you think it's kind of a lost year where they're just not ready to – the synapses are not all clicking? No, I think they're too good. I mean, you have Andy Reid. He's not going to give up. And obviously, Patrick and Kelsey, the defense has done uh, extremely well with Spags. And I think they're only going to get better as well. You get Nick Bolden back uh, on defense. That will help in the run game, which they kind of have struggled in the last couple of weeks. But I believe they're going to get it right. I mean, those young receivers are going to know where to be. They're going to put in different packages each and every game that exploit the best in that player. And they're not going to put them in bad situations. So, Coach Reed's going to handle it. Obviously, Patrick just has to, you know, continue to trust the guys down the field, push the ball down the field, which we always know that he's going to do. But they're they're going to connect in these next couple of weeks and hopefully make a run. So you know it. You went. You were a great high schooler. You went to Michigan, a great program. You go to Miami, and things probably don't work out perfectly. But so much of this sport for quarterbacks is where do you land? Do you get the right coach? Do you get a good offensive line? So at the end of your career, you got to legendary places. Early in your career, there's a lot of bumps. So we've had this big discussion on the show, and I've said I like Brock Purdy, but he was like a three-star recruit. You know, he goes to Iowa State. I said some of this is. Oh, Shanahan, Debo, McCaffrey. When you watch Purdy, he's not as big as you. He's not a second-round pick. Um, he didn't go to Michigan. Do you think it's environment, or do you see things, Chad? Because you could spin it. Do you see things and go, oh, this kid's – this is like Kurt Warner. Nobody drafted him, and he's great. Yeah, I, I think it's both. I mean, I think it's part of the environment. Obviously, he's in a great system with Shanahan where, you know, the zone scheme, the outside zone, everything's based on that zone scheme and the run scheme. And then Brock Purdy makes it create outside of it. And let it be, like, in an NFL game, coaches ask you to make five or six throws that are not normally made by everybody. And if you can make those five or six throws and be consistent in the throws that they ask you, whether it be screen, quick game, intermediate and you can be consistent in that and make the five to six throws which brock purdy has done yeah you're going to be very successful and you add on top of the talent that they have uh it's it's a special situation and i'm i'm happy for him you know you always dream of going to those situations as a quarterback young and he's in that situation i think he's taking advantage of it so uh, i saw where you had been offered um 
You know, it's it's nothing against the Jets, but it's been a chaotic franchise. Cleveland's been a chaotic franchise. And I'm always saying on the air, I'm preaching, Chad, be careful about firing your coach because people are not going to move their families cross-country to Carolina now if you're bailing on a coach at Thanksgiving. Be very careful about firing everybody. Try to solve stuff in the building. So Carolina now is getting the stories out there like coaches are warning Ben Johnson for Detroit, stay away. So you had a chance to go to the Jets. It's not a winning culture. Aaron gets hurt. In the end, what I mean, you're very great kids, great family. If that would have been a winning culture, would you would consider coming back instead of saying no to the Jets? Possibly. I, I mean, I, I don't think it's not a winning culture. I mean, I know Robert Sala, obviously Nathaniel Hackett, most of the coaching staff was with me in Jacksonville. So the biggest thing is that Zach Wilson has not been a part of that system. So speaking with Nathaniel throughout the process, Aaron Rodgers knows obviously the system in and out. So whether it be audibleing, saying, hey, we have like inside routes here, the play is called inside routes, but they have inside leverage. Let's break it out to an outside route. So Aaron had that ability to audible and create different plays outside of that system. Zach Wilson's not there yet. He's a young quarterback. He has talent, but he's not there mentally. And, you know, he just doesn't have a lot of experience yet. So uh, it's hard to say, you know, would I be happy there? I just didn't feel that was the right situation. You know, you see Aaron Rodgers go down. Uh, the offensive line doesn't look great. No. I'll be away from my family. Um, yeah, there, there's just a lot of factors. And I knew I didn't train like I normally do to get ready for the season. So I would take a couple weeks, get my arm at least ready, and then I'd probably be thrown in there. You know the Jets fans. They're going to be set cheering Henny. Just like when I was a starting quarterback, they were cheering the other backup quarterback. So, uh, you know, it, it would have been a tough situation. I just didn't feel it was right for me at the time. Uh, you know, I, the, the, you could argue backup quarterback, uh, not as lucrative, but it's one of the great jobs in the NFL where you don't – Mondays you actually feel okay when you wake up and you're not in the ice tub all game. When you go back, did you have – I mean, you had a lot of winning years, six straight years in the AFC Championship. Did you have – and I remember you getting called on – I think it was against Cleveland or somebody. You had to make a big throw at the end of the game, and you made it. You moved out to your right. Did you have a favorite year in the NFL in those, in those last six where you were part of something, but you weren't driving it? Was there a year or a team that you just loved? Yeah, I, I think it was – you go back to last, last year in our Super Bowl run. Obviously, I had to step in with Patrick's ankle injury against yep. the Jacksonville Jaguars lead them to that drive. Um, I didn't get to play a lot during the season because the games were a lot tighter uh, than normal. And that's due to us having success that your schedule gets ramped up each and every year. So the games are a lot closer, but at the same time, I always pride myself in, you know, preparing like I was always the starter. So that always helped me and continued my career. And, you know, it showed later on in my career that I could still do it and I could still help our team move on. Finally, uh, I've taken a lot of heat because I've supported Jim Harbaugh through all the turbulence. And, and, I, and I, the way I look at Jim as I classify him, and, and many people have said this, I'm not the first, that he's a disruptor. He's Uber to taxis. I mean, he was taking trips to Rome. He had camps down in the South. Jim has been a headache for the sport, but he's been great for Michigan. And I think when you have the power to be a disruptor, you should because few have the power to make change. It doesn't matter if it's the late Steve Jobs at Apple or Harbaugh. Uh, it was Chip Kelly that came into college football, no huddles. 
it's important for the evolution of all business. So I will support Harbaugh, even though he can drive people crazy. As a Michigan guy, have you always been a Harbaugh guy? Do you understand the criticisms? Where do you land on the current Jim Harbaugh and, and the discussion around him? Well, I, I think everything in the beginning, you know, I, not that I wasn't a fan. I just didn't know him. Uh, I only met him a couple times personally. And then as he got the players that he wanted, the coaches that he wanted, he's been the most successful coach in the last couple of years. So you can't fault him for that. And like you said, he goes outside the book, which is perfectly fine. You know, Coach Reed asked janitors for play. So <laughs> what else can you do? I mean, you can... You can literally do what you want in that position as long as you win. Winning's a powerful thing, and Jim has been able to do that, and I think he's done a, phenom a phenomenal job, and his coaching staff has done a great job because when he wasn't there for six games this year, they're still winning football games. Yeah. All right, I've got a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Now for the parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I like the Ravens at home, minus seven against the Rams. NFC teams this year, Detroit, Seattle, that have gone east to face Lamar Jackson and that speed offense have been clobbered. I'll take the Ravens to win by over a touchdown. The Browns have Joe Flacco, but their defense at home should shut down the Jags, who won't have Trevor Lawrence or Christian Kirk. He's having surgery. I like the Browns by a touchdown. Chiefs minus two and a half at home over the Bills. They're better. They're bouncing off a loss, which they normally do. And I just don't trust the Bills in a big spot. Ravens, Browns, Chiefs, home favorites like them all. If you want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, please use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Takes a minute, that's all. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That was my takeaway, Chad, that if you can win six games without your head coach, you're not only a good team, you're a good business. That's what, that's what it felt like. I mean, if a, if a CEO leaves a company for six months and the earnings go up, that's a well, you're not reliant on, I mean, was he, do you think he was texting coaches? I don't even know if you could do, how, were you surprised by that? They were that good without him on the sidelines. Absolutely. But then at the same time, just like you're saying, if you're in that position and you have that power, you still have to allow your people underneath you work and let them fail, let them succeed. And I think he has done that throughout his career. And that's why his coaches are so good and not as reliant on him as, as most coaches are. Chad Henney, good seeing you. Congrats to your young family. And uh, he'll pick up the phone from time to time next couple of years. Maybe we'll see him again. It's good seeing you. Yep, thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, Chad Henney, Michigan guy, two Super Bowl championships. Uh, the Mercedes-Benz Holiday Love Celebration, January 2nd, C-Class, E-Class, EQB. Check it out, mbusa.com slash special offers. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Um, I was just, well. What? I think I, I, there's something, a story that just dropped we could talk about tomorrow. Uh, about well, the Buffalo, what, what, what is Buffalo Bills and McDermott. It's uh, oh, uh, Ty on. Dunn comes on this show, right? Tyler Dunn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You he wrote that. the story. It's for an online website. Okay, it's, what is it? Well, we can't really talk about it. I haven't finished the story, but the stuff I've read ain't good. And McDermott's getting destroyed. Um, we'll get into it. I think it's going to be a big deal tomorrow. Let's start, though, with the NBA, Colin, real quick. The Warriors. Your Warriors. You told me the Chris Paul move was going to work. It ain't working. Um, <laughs> they've already used nine different starting lineups. Yeah. Uh, Draymond, I think, is serving a, uh, a, a suspension. He got suspended for five games earlier this season. Yeah. We had Andrew Wiggins with a finger. Um, nice. They had a close win over the Blazers last night, one of the worst teams in the league. Well, they're they're, they're kid. You Portland's not terrible. They're just young. They're kids. The whole roster's their young. record is one of the worst in well, the league. Yeah, I know. Steve but Kerr they're... was ticked about last night. The close win. Here's Steve Kerr after the victory. To be honest, the puzzle hasn't fit this year, and we've had a lot of guys playing well. But um, we we may have to think about you know moving the the starting lineup around game to game depending on who we're facing. I'd still prefer to get something solid, but um, we haven't really established. 
uh, anything this year and and uh, you know we're a quarter of the way through so there's definitely uh, you know a lot of thought that's going to have to go into this Wiggins isn't the same Clay is not the same it's just time it's time to move pieces yeah. I, mean, so I was told Jordan Poole was the problem oh boy <laughs> No, Jordan Poole's struggling in Washington, yeah, obviously. I know, I know. Uh, but these guys, they got a lot of problems. Well, this, they're... they're... Uh, Clay Thompson is a big, big issue right now because the weight of him not getting paid, not being there in the you, future... You can't give him an extension. You can't. Okay. Well, he's playing like a guy who's in his own head. And, you know, he told the media, what, what are you trying to bench me like a week ago? And now... Uh, I think he had two points at halftime last night, and yeah. they ended up pulling him for a while. Well, they drafted the next Clay Thompson, a Santa Clara spot-up shooter. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, he's a kid. It's going to take, take a minute. Right. But this organization has tried. Wiseman, Kuminga, Moody, the kid from Santa Clara. They have. I, I think that what happens to them, it's a little bit like the Patriots. So the Patriots didn't have the most talent, but it was such a high-functioning organization that it was very hard for young players to come into Brady's offense and work. Edelman took four years because it was so high functioning and it was so like intellectually difficult and Brady was very impatient with young kids. He didn't want to be a mentor. So this thing similarly, you're talking about Draymond and Steph and Clay Wiggins now three or four or five years. It's really hard for young players to work. They tried with Wiseman didn't fit. They've tried with Kaminga. It's not as good. Kaminga had a really good night last no, night. He and has I, It sounds like they're going to insert him into the starting lineup. Yeah, I lineup. think he's the one that feels like there's there's an... He has moments when he's yeah. so twitchy and athletic. But I think they've tried. It's not like New England where they've just whiffed on these draft picks. It, it's Kaminga can play. Moody can play. It's a matter of them bridging the gap old and new, and it's been hard. New England's missed on a lot of young guys. Kaminga's not a miss. Moody's not a miss. It's just the Santa Clara kid's a pretty decent player. He looks solid so yeah, far. But it's just, I think it's really hard when you have this sort of generationally difficult culture, and you ask these young kids to come in. And by the way, now guys come into the NBA, they're 19 years old. They can't even drink at the hotel bar. Yeah. It's just too much of an ask. And I know some of these yahoos on the internet who watch every day and wait to critique us. But Jason, you want to give the Clippers time. I, I do. They inserted James Harden into their team. Like, it's going to take a minute. It's a, big difference. it's a big difference asking a 35-year-old veteran to figure out an offense and a 19-year-old. Yeah. It like shouldn't it, take that long for the Clippers. This should be seamless. I don't know what they do with Chris Paul. Um... I, I, I don't have any solutions here, but remember the GM. What was his name? The guy who got out, he was like the architect. Myers, Bob Myers. Myers. He, he seemed to get off the Titanic at the right oh, time. Oh, no, he did. Uh, it does feel a little Titanic. Well, he didn't want to get rid of Clay Thompson. They had, you know, there were just relationships yeah, he didn't want tough. to confront. Um, I was never a Warriors guy. I was a Curry fan, so I liked the Warriors. Um, Curry will be there forever. I just... I don't want him to be irrelevant. They're a play-in team at best right now. Yeah. Their chance they missed the playoffs. Next up, let's get to your favorite topic. Brock Purdy. Controversial presence in the MVP race. That's what the script says, according to Colin Cowherd. Uh, we talked about it on the show. But listen to this. Debo Samuel has now entered the conversation, saying Purdy is the MVP right now, and it ain't even up for debate. You know, when Debo talks, I like to listen. Um <laughs> And we got some stats here for you. You know, there's a couple stats you might like. Brock Purdy this season is, uh, oh, he's number one in completion percentage, number one in yards per attempt. It's not dink and dunk. Number one in yards per completion, number one in passer rating. I could go on. 
No, I mean, his numbers are good. Stats are good. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but we don't have him on the promo I, for I, I will boxes. say this. Who's your favorite team to watch play? In the NFL? San Francisco. I love watching This them. season, yeah. Last yeah, season, it might have been the Eagles. They no, were he, awesome last season. Yeah. No, I really like why. Well, I mean, they're just... Everybody's not only good at catching the ball, they're great after the catch. Kittle, McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk. It's just a great... It's just, I mean, that's not even a discussion in the league. They are easily the most talented team. Yes. The second place is the Eagles, maybe, and we don't like their back seven. We don't there, like it. There's a whiff of the KD Curry Warriors with these Niners. There's just so many weapons. Like, how do you stop this team? You don't. By the way, Mitchell, the running back. Jennings, the receiver. These guys are... Jennings is like the fourth receiver, right? He's, yeah. he's pretty damn no, they, good. They have re- John Lynch, who used to work at this company. Yeah. It is a stack. They have... Now, they're getting old. They're getting older. Kittle, McCaffrey, Trent Williams. They're going to have yeah. to... They're going to have to... I mean, they, they... they. This window is two more... It's this year and next year, and then... You're going to have to pay Purdy, and then you're going to have to move off, too. Well, so it, you got- it, it, that's a great point, and I think that's why I'm betting Seattle this weekend. Yeah, Seattle's the side. I like Seattle this weekend. It's 10.5. So if you're the Niners and you're up 17, you're pulling McCaffrey. You're, you, you don't need to risk injury. Put in Mitchell, you know, just take the handoffs. You're not looking for margin. There's no beauty pageant in the NFL. You just win. So I think 49ers will pull back a little this week in the fourth yep, quarter. I, I agree. And I'm, I'm on Seattle. Uh, final story. Oh, jeez. Thursday night football. It's the Steelers and the Patriots, backup quarterbacks. Um, The Steelers, if they win tonight, they will set a record of 20 consecutive eight-win seasons. They're going to win. Well, Mitchell Trubisky is a six-point favorite at home. Well, forget the betting. Pittsburgh's winning tonight. They're winning tonight. Yeah, but that's not actionable. Like, nobody's betting Pittsburgh money line. You know, like, I'm not... I, I don't even know that it's a lock. Trubisky makes a mistake. Patriots defense has held some people in check. The Chargers couldn't get to the red zone. You think Trubisky's walking no, all over? Unfortunately, I watched that Charger game. It was, it was bad. It was as bad as the TV product can ever be for this sport. So the total is thirty. I've seen a twenty-nine and a half here in the last hour. I just I don't see who's getting to twenty points in this game. No, I would say Pittsburgh's going to win seventeen thirteen. That's exactly 30. I would be shocked if there's, what, three touchdowns in this game? Yeah, I would take New England to cover if I had to. I'm not going to bet a game I don't want to watch. And I'll end up sitting in front of a TV and watching this This is where you don't even start the kicker on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, I I don't trust anybody on this team whatsoever for fantasy purposes. I know you Trubisky will probably get a field goal in the first drive, and it'll be 3-0 at half, and then there'll be a couple of fumbles. And the move here, if you're either quarterback, is you you see one-on-one coverage, just chuck it down the field and hope for pass interference. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Like, that's an easy 30 yards. It's going to be a slog. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live. So let me, uh, let me correct this. So uh, according to Richard Johnson, uh, Michigan's working on a contract extension with Jim Harbaugh. Dan Wetzel reports they are, but they're not. it's not imminent. Sports Illustrated says it's imminent. Dan Wetzel says they're working on it, but it's not imminent. Meaning the discussions are taking place with Jim. This is the right move for Michigan. It's what Kansas did to some degree on Bill Self. It could get ugly. We got your back. Just don't go run to the NFL. And I think that's a reasonable thing to ask. Jim, give us four years you don't pursue the NFL. I, and, I'll, and I'll say it again. I think the Michigan job, look, let's just, you and I talk. The best jobs, now consider everything. 
The town you live, the owner, the area, the recruiting, the, be the best job in America right now is the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, I, I can't totally disagree with that. Okay, so that, that's a great job. You get Patrick Mahomes. You don't have to do any recruiting America, of college, yeah. nice people, friendly media. That's the best job in America. Second best job in America is what? <laughs> don't say Michigan's coach. Well, I, it's not. Come on. Okay, I would say my take is with Josh Allen, Buffalo, that's, that's a pretty darn good job. And Buffalo's a great. My, my wife used to have to go there a lot for work. Nicest people in America. Okay. I, during the commercial break, I need you to start reading this Tyler Dunn story. Okay. It sounds like McDermott ain't for long. Ain't but, long but my here. point is, by the third job, Texas, wait, 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 Michigan. Oh, you, did you forget McVay? He's on the list of top 10 highest paid coaches. You live in L.A. McVay's house looks incredible. Great weather. And you get. Okay, I'm, not, I'm just saying. It's okay. You're right. San Francisco. I'm not denying. I'm saying there's five or six NFL jobs that are the best in the world that you don't have to do any college recruiting or deal with the NCAA crap or Patriots boosters or nonsense. Patriots but, coach makes $25 million a year. It's not to just Sportico. money, though. They don't have any players. Well, I don't know. What is? What if Harbaugh prioritizes money over everything? I don't know. You, you've interviewed People him. think NFL jobs are the best. The NFL jobs are the best because of pay and pension, and you don't have to recruit. But after about seven, I'll take Michigan recruits to some degree, USC, Michigan, Texas, Bama, LSU. They, they do about 70% of the recruiting on brand alone. And with the transfer portal now, you've got to be around the clock. Oh, no, That's no, like it's, a 12-month job. No, again, again, that, it's, that has added an element I don't like. That's why the best NFL jobs are the best jobs. And remember, you've talked about Michigan's losing, what, 15 guys to the NFL, yeah. maybe 20? Yeah, but they I also, know they reload, but still. Yeah, they've got a lot of good players. What about the rumor we're hearing about the new Ohio State quarterback? Uh, who you remember? We heard that yesterday. No, what's what's the latest? Uh, I'm not gonna. Their talk quarterback about left. Right, transfer portal, big arm guy from the West Coast, Cam Ward. Come on. Well, well what did they get him? Yeah, Michigan's restar starting over at quarterback. Now you got maybe the Washington State kid going to Ohio State. He's, like he scored 14 points against Washington two weeks ago. Come on. He's he's not Andrew Luck. He's cool. He's, oh, he's, he's good. He's good. I, I just uh, next year's going to be Cam a little... Ward, not Cam Newton. He's good. He's not a superstar. <laughs> I mean, he's the best guy in the portal. Well, uh, the, the kid from Oklahoma is pretty good. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. There's fair. A, Dylan Gabriel. There's some good quarterbacks out okay. there. Buy, sell, or hold next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Make sure you play this week's Fox Super 6 free-to-play game. Download the Fox Sports app and enter for free for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. By the way, you were asking the question, why did the Padres move off Juan Soto? They went all in the last couple years, all in with a lot of expensive players, and it's not a major market, and they didn't win. So their mm-hmm. takeaway is, we, we gave it a run. <laughs> we weren't making a lot of money. Now we're going to move some yeah. pieces, replenish our farm system, and <laughs> so, replenish stuff. Somebody just sent me a link. The Padres took out $50 million in loans to help pay salaries. Yeah, like they, I, we kept asking the last two years, how in the hell is San Diego <laughs> outspending the Boston Red Sox? So they went all in for two years. Yeah. I don't think they would have moved off Soto had they won a World Series. 
But two years ago, they looked really promising. This year, they were like 500. And so they're like, we're going to replenish our farm system. We have to pull some of this salary, move it out to New York. But they, I mean, they went all in for a market that doesn't really have that kind of revenue. That reminds me of my 20s. I was living in New York City and I had no money. Journalist salary was like $20,000 a year. I went into credit card debt to live it up. It was fun. And uh, then I didn't live it up anymore for a while after that. Uh, But it was awesome. All right, here we go. Buy, sell, or hold. I'm your broker. Time to buy, sell, or hold. I'd buy that for a dollar. Colin will decide if he'll buy, buy it, sell, sell, or hold. hold. All right, J-Mac, give it to me. Here we go. Buy, sell, hold. Eagles finish with the best record in the NFL. Buy. Um, Jalen Hurts is 27-3 and over his last 30 starts. They have a game against the Giants and the Cardinals. Uh, I, I, I like him over Dallas. A lot of people don't. They play in Seattle. I think they win three of four or four of their four final games. Ooh. I know we're all freaking out about that loss to the Niners, but you made it your bet of the week, one of your bets of the year. You could see it coming from a mile away. They'll be fine. Uh, buy, sell, hold. 49ers will be the only team from the NFC West to make the playoffs. I'm going to go buy. Packers and Vikings have an easier road. Vikings get Justin Jefferson back. The Seahawks have to face the Niners and the Eagles. They're going to lose both those games. The Rams have to go to Baltimore this weekend. That is ugly. And they have to go to the Niners. I think Green Bay is going in. Go look at Green Bay's schedule. I mean, and Green Bay's young and getting better. So I, I, I think the Niners are the only team that get in. Okay. Buy, sell, hold. This week will be Zach Wilson's last start as a New York Jet. Sell. Sell, sell, sell. By the way, he has the highest passer rating of any Jets quarterback this year, believe it or not. And he's also, he and Aaron are the only Green Bay quarterbacks under contract next year. So, Oh, you Jets quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, it's the wow. only ones they have under contract. So they're gonna he's going to start the rest of the year. Uh, buy, sell, hold. C.J. Stroud will get the Texans to the playoffs in his first year. I think buy, and buy, here's buy, why. Buy. It's a really young team, and young teams tend to get better as the season progresses. Have you noticed that? So they're 4-1 in their last five. Like Green Bay, young teams get better. Stroud, he'll have a bad quarter, a bad throw here and there. But, you, I mean, when I watched them against Denver... I was like, I, I really felt it. Like, they were discombobulating that Denver offense. That Denver offense had been fairly error-free for a month. They were a mess. Uh, buy, sell, hold. Dolphins will be the number one seed in the AFC. I think they finished number two. Sell, I think sell, they're going to be number two. And a lot of it is Cowboys, Ravens, Bills to close the season. I don't think they're they're great for cold weather, right? And they got cold weather games. I think they finished number two. I, th- I think they're going to be a blast to watch in the playoffs. I can't wait to watch a Miami uh, at Baltimore, a Miami at Kansas City, or Miami at a Buffalo. I can't wait. Um, buy, sell, hold. Lions coach Dan Campbell will win coach of the year. Hold probably does because they have a weak schedule. Last five games, only one team they play has a winning record. Um, and let's be honest. I think Dan Campbell, you'd agree, he's an easy guy to root for. Emotion hard on his sleeve. So if it's a tie, Dan's going to get it. You know, he, he's a he's a kind of a comeback story. Everybody likes it. It's a tough one, and I like the Bears this weekend, Colin. Uh, buy, sell, hold. Jordan Love will lead the Packers to the playoffs in his first year. As yeah, I think it's a buy. I think, it, and it's a lot of it's just schedule. Giants, Bucks, Panthers, Vikings, Bears, and again, youngest team in the league. Young teams are getting better. If you look at this receiving core now and four weeks ago, totally different vibe. I I got to tell you. 
forget the winning part of Kansas City. Just on the quality of speed, elusiveness. I'm watching Green Bay, and they were doing stuff on third down. Nobody has done to the Chiefs this year. So I'm sure they'll have up and downs. Young teams do, like Houston. But Green Bay, and that they, offense is fast and twitchy and elusive. The Falcons in the playoffs if they, if they get to the if they get the wild card. That's a winnable game. Uh, finally, Patriots will not win another game this season. Buy, sell, hold. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Worst team in the league. One offensive touchdown in three games. Stevenson, the running back, is hurt. Um, but you know the, the the silver lining is they are in line to get the um, to get a quarterback the second quarterback and they're going to draft a quarterback yes that's been bad it's not only bad if you took mac jones and this was his rookie year last year was his second year and his rookie year was this year the momentum you'd be like we got a guy not everybody like can be cj stroud or andrew luck and good initially but it's that he was pretty good Uh uh-oh disaster isn't the coaching part of that regression. Yeah, well, agreed. Uh, just keep an eye on Carolina this weekend. They could win against the Saints, who are banged up. Taysom Hill looks like he may not play. Derek Carr's out. It's like, wow, if the Panthers win that and the Patriots lose, we're in line for like, holy cow, could the Patriots get the number one pick in the draft? The Carolina gives their pick, obviously, to the uh, Bears. Yeah. Caleb Williams, Belichick? I think he'd take Drake May. Wow. Caleb's not going to be for everybody. A lot of that backyard football. The guys that play backyard football sometimes, they win those backyard games. They're the best player in the backyard. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 